God has a deep concern for people who hear the words and become forgetful and do not act on it. Praise God. He has a deep concern for people who hear the word or do, but would not act on it. So a lot of times we come to church, we hear the word. We go for seminars, we hear the word. We move from one post to another because they said somebody was, is about to speak, and so we want to hear him. Praise God. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we are not hearing because we want to act on it. And that's where God is concerned. Of course, we should hear the word, but much more than hear the word, God wants us to act on the word. The kind of number of times you start listening to the word, you discover that you wouldn't really live up to expectation. Praise God. Because if you had applied all the word we have heard in this life, it would have produced a better result in our lives. I would say 85% of the time, if not more, we do not with the word that we hear. Talking about even very devoted Christians. Do not know about the word that we hear. Praise God. So God is so concerned. Why do my people just hear the word? I'm not even find time to meditate on the word. And then act on these words. Praise God. If my people can give the same time with which they listen to the word, to meditating and to practicing the word that they hear, it will produce results. It will make them prosper. It will make them have good success. Praise God. I like to see people sit down to listen to the words. But I like to see them out there practicing what they had. Receive the word too quickly. We're even eager to receive the word too quickly, but more quickly to forget it. Praise God. We are carried away by a lot of distractions. We lose sight of what we heard or what we saw. We lose focus on the things of God, on the word of God. Barely would you remember the word of God? Some people can remember every other thing except the word. Praise God. And sometimes in the whole day, you remember every other thing that you haven't done or you want to achieve and not even the word. You spend more time making plans, thinking about tomorrow and outside the world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God became so concerned about people who hear the word and do not act on it and he drew certain analogies in scripture that would baffle you. There were two basic analogies in scriptures that were drawn that are so powerful and as a matter of fact so terrible if you fall in the wrong part of it. Praise God. For instance, you turn your Bible to Matthew chapter 7. 
Jesus was trying to describe two sets of people. The one that hears the word and do not act on it. And the one who hears the word and act on it. And the analogy that Jesus gives about these sort of people, one is wonderful, the other is terrible. Praise God. And you see, that leaves us an option. Either to be part of the one that is wonderful, or to be part of the one that is terrible. Praise the Lord. So Matthew chapter number 7 and verse 24. Jesus was done speaking to some set of people, and then verse 24 says, Therefore, this is what Jesus said, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them. See the way you likened this kind of sentence. He said, I will liken him unto us. Are you there? I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. That was the first analogy he drew about somebody who would hear the word and act on it. Praise the Lord. But the second one, oh, let's go ahead first. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and they beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. But verse 26 says, And everyone that heareth these things of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. This analogy looks so simple, but it's the basis of life. Is the basis of all our experiences in life. Everyone would either have the other, one or the other experience. Praise God. You have one or the other experience. He likes one that hears his word and acts on it to be wise. And the second kind of person builds his own house on a rock. The flood will come. The wind will blow. The rain will descend. No matter how heavy the flood is, no matter how heavy the rain is, no matter how heavy the breeze or the wind is, it won't bring it down. It can't bring it down. Praise the Lord. That means there are people who know how to handle the challenges of life. Praise God. There are people who are building, on their, li- building their life on a rock and they cannot be shaken. There are people that no matter what is happening, it cannot influence them. There are people who have learned to withstand the pressures of life. The Bible doesn't say flood wouldn't come. And it doesn't say there will be storms. The Bible doesn't say the rain wouldn't fall. 
or they will win blow. But there's something that is certain. For as long as these people, they are building their life on the rock. They have become so ruthless that they can't be uprooted. Praise God. They are not building their life on thinking time. Amen. That's what the word of God produces in our life. The strength to his time. The wisdom to handle. The grace to overcome. The ability to live on in the face of all those challenges. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus described this person to be wise, who will listen to his word and act on it. So it's foolishness, actually, to listen to the word and not act on it, because the whole idea of listening to the word is to live by it. Praise God. Amen. That's the whole idea of listening to the word. To live by it. If your idea of coming to church is not to learn how to live from the word of God, you are missing out on the purpose. The purpose of God for you and I is that we listen to the word and we act on it. Praise the Lord. That's where a wise Christian is. He acts on the word. Because that's what will make the difference. Because we have two sets of people who hear the same word, but when the sun comes, when the flood comes, when the rain comes, the difference will be based on the one that acted on it and the one that refused to act on it. Praise the Lord. So when the instruction of God's word comes, one refuses to follow and the other follows. They will produce two different results. Praise God. When the word of God comes, the other argues about it, but the other refuses with meekness. They will produce two different results. Hallelujah. The other one is unique, so he receives the word. And then he asks on it. I have to say this one is wise. But the other one is full of pride. He rejects the word. And then the Bible says he is foolish. He doesn't realize he's building his house on the top. And sand doesn't hold anything tell Praise the Lord. Sand doesn't hold anything tell He doesn't plant on sand. As fragile as a plant is, or a crop is, you can't plant it on sand because you can't have stem holding in the ground. Praise God. How much more building a mansion, a heavy structure on the ground? I'm not building your destiny. Praise God. 
Your destiny requires the rock to stand. Praise God. Destinies sink in the sand. Destinies stand in the rock. Praise God. Destinies sink in the sand, but destinies stand in the rock. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that's the reason why everything they have built up for life, after a while, the breeze comes and blows it up. Amen. When the flood comes, it washes everything away. All that you have built for life. Praise God. But you see, a wise Christian, when he's building what he's building, he's building it based on the revelation of the world. And when you live your life based on the revelation of the world, you do your business based on the revelation of the world, you raise your children based on the revelation of the world, and everything you do is based on the revelation of the world, that family stands, then you build your house. That's why I say the true wisdom is a house. Praise God. So your families, your businesses and ministries require the wisdom of God. And what is the wisdom of God? The wisdom of God is simply acting on the world. Amen. That's really like in the one that, that listens to him and acts upon. That's what Jesus is kind of wisdom. Amen. Praise the Lord. So these were the analogies that were drawn in scripture about the one that hears the word and acts on it and the one that hears the word and doesn't act on it. It's so simple, but this has been the experiences of men. People go through all forms of circumstances and are not able to withstand it. They are being blown away by the winds of affliction. They are being blown away by the flaws of the enemy. The roof is taken away from their shelter. Praise God. In the words, they lack coverage. Because the wind will blow it away. Amen. They lack roots. So their houses will sink. Hallelujah. We're not talking about those the physical house, we're talking about your life. Amen. Every man is like a building, structured. Every man's destiny is like a building, structured. Your home, your family is a building, structured. Your business, whatever you're doing. So if you're a wise builder, you build days on the world. Praise God. The Christian's raw material for building his life is the world. 
is the word. The Christian's life is a life of faith, and a life of faith is not possible without the life in the world. Praise God. So the just shall live by faith. And see, the very substance of faith is the world. That means we have no faith except we have the world. And so Jesus told us told the devil. He said, Man shall not live by bread alone. But how shall man live by every word that goes straight out of the mouth of the man? That's how to live. That's how to live. Hallelujah. Your life has been designed to be lived by faith. Praise God. And it has been designed to be lived by faith. The very substance of faith is the word. That means when a Christian begins to live without faith, his destiny begins to collapse. Storms, winds of life, and floods of life begin to collapse his back. Praise God. Amen. It was a strong analogy. Jesus tried to make a let us understand how bad it is. For you to just live your life without the word. That's foolish living. Praise God. That's foolish living. Living like a fool is living without the word. Praise God. Living like a fool is building without the word. Living like a fool is living without regards for the word. God. To be called wise. It will live the life of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then again, let's turn our Bibles to James. James chapter number one. Only read from verse twenty one. Are you there? Hallelujah. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of nothingness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway 
forget what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. Hallelujah. Have you ever thought about this analogy? He said, a man who hears the word of God and doesn't act accordingly is like a man who comes before his mirror, looks at himself, and then after he has looked at himself, then he walks away. And immediately he forgets the picture he saw about himself. That's terrible. You just look into the mirror. You dress up before the mirror. You are the one that dressed yourself before the mirror. But the moment you left the mirror, you forgot what you saw in the mirror. How would you describe somebody who doesn't act according to the word in this manner? I think we need to understand this scripture much more. What is the relationship between not acting on the word and looking at yourself in the mirror and as you walk away, you forget what you saw? The person loses consciousness of who he is. Praise God. The person loses consciousness of what God is showing him about himself. Praise God. You become unaware. You live as though you don't know who you are. Amen. When you walk away from the world and lose sight of the world, you are losing sight of your destiny. When you walk away from the world and lose sight of the world, you are losing sight of what God has said you will become. When you walk away from the world, and lose sight of the world, you are losing sight of what God has said, this is who you are. Praise God. Looking into the mirror, and straight when you walked away, and you couldn't even remember what you saw in the mirror. Praise God. Now, you are a forgetful, should I use what? Look at, praise God. So you like that kind of person with a forgetful hearer. Amen. Amen. So the one who looks at himself at the mirror and forget what he looks like is the same as the same person as the person who looks at who looks into the world and forget what he has. Praise God. Because what you see about yourself in a day will determine how you live your life that day. Praise God. If you retain the consciousness of what is saw in that mirror, it will affect the way you live your life that day. Praise God. It will affect the way you conduct yourself. Amen. So if you lose consciousness of what the Word of God has said, it will affect the way you live your life. Praise God. It will take away your dad. Amen. 
Because the world is supposed to guide you throughout the day, but because you have lost consciousness, you have become forgetful, it takes away your guide. Amen. A lady takes her time before the meal. And when she leaves off the mirror, she takes notice of the way she looks in the mirror. And she expects to be told she looks beautiful, right? So she's conscious of people around her. She wants people to tell her she's looking beautiful. And then if she senses that it looks like the way I looked while I was leaving the home in the morning is no longer the way I looked. She looks for a corner, sits down, and do the same thing she did earlier so that you regain that consciousness. Praise God. So we must always find a way of regaining our consciousness of the world. Of what God says about us. Because once you lose the consciousness of what God says about you, it affects the way you conduct yourself. That affects the way you live your life. That affects the way you build your life, your family, your business. Praise God. In other words, it was doing you no good to look into the mirror and walk away forgetting what you were like. Do you no good? In other words, God is expecting a woman who looks into the mirror and walks away to retain the consciousness of what she saw. Amen. So in the same manner, God wants to retain the knowledge of his work. Praise God. Because that's what reveals to us who we are. So the word of God is much like that mirror. Praise God. So it reveals to us who we are. And God doesn't want us to walk away from that mirror and lose the consciousness of what we have learned. We are. Amen. This is the reason why a lot of Christians misbehave in the street. They misbehave in the marketplace. They become dubious. They steal, they cheat. Because they have lost the consciousness. They are aware of the way. Amen. That's why they are looking for a place where that nobody knows them. Whether you are doing or not, who you are is who you are anyway. That's what you don't want to Amen. Praise God. So we must consciously regain our knowledge of the world that we hear. Praise God. We must consciously recall the things that we hear in the world. Praise the Lord. We must not let it get out of our mind. Don't let the word get out of your mind. Let it be a constant meditation. Amen. When the word of God becomes a constant meditation, you won't be like that person who walks away forgetting who she looks like or who he looks like. Because the word of God is a constant meditation. Jesus is one of them. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of their mouth, but that shall meditate. Daring day and night. 
day and night that that may observe to do. That that may observe to do all that is written therein. Then shall that make that way prosper and have good success. You know what it will guide your way. Make you move in the past truth. Amen. The word of God must be our constant feast. We feast constantly. This is what it means. If we, if we look into the world, only once in a month, you are like that woman or that man who looks into the mirror and walks away forgetting who he is or who she is. If you're not going to tell that reads the world only once in a week, once in two weeks, once in, in a month, or once in three months, or only Sunday, Sunday, that's the same result you produce, like the person who looks into, into the mirror and just forgets what matter of person he wants. Because the way God did this, that we should continue, praise God. We should continue. Amen. <coughs> Hallelujah. God is painting pictures in the world for us. Amen. And some of the pictures God is painting. It's painting picture of you. Praise God. Hallelujah. He wants you to know who you are in Christ. If you ever lose that consciousness, it will affect the way you live. Praise the Lord. Say, but we also look at into the perfect law of liberty and continue during. He be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. Because our blessing is in acting the world. 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 We are supposed to be actors of the world, amen, and actresses of the world, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's what the scripture is saying. We are playing the script, hallelujah. Amen. We are supposed to be playing the script. Glory to God. We are supposed to be playing the script. Amen. These are strong analogies. How could a man look into the mirror and forget what he saw? But what do you mean? Have you explained that before? Maybe it has happened, I don't know. Because I'm wondering that kind of description in scripture. I'm trying to think if that has happened to me before. Like you look at the mirror and then walk away. And I never know how my bed looks 
or maybe they will have the consciousness or the knowledge of the, the color of my, my suit. Or not even remember whether I comb my hair before the mirror. Fun. It's trying to tell us how foolish it is for us to hear the word and not ask for it. How foolish it is. It does no good for you to look into the mirror and walk away not knowing what you saw in the mirror. It does no good. Praise God. It does no good. Amen. No, I don't see the essence. That's what you think. Why should you begin to listen to the word and not act on it? Why should you look into the mirror and you don't come up with a picture? Praise God. The book of the mirror, you look into it and come up with a picture. Praise God. But you look into the mirror and you come up with a picture, you not the image. Amen. We need to deal with forgetfulness. We need to deal with forgetfulness. As I'm talking to you right now, as you're living in this place, one thing that should ring in your mind again and again should be the word that you heard. Praise God. That's why we take notes. That's why we take notes. So I can always refer to the things that we have heard. Amen. Amen. Look at Second Timothy chapter four, verse thirteen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the second Timothy. The first Timothy. Dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Amen. My mission is. Okay, four thirty, right? Yes. No, no, not that. Second mode, I'm right now. Second mode. Four thirty. Are you there now? Now, let me read that. Listen to this. The cloak that I left as straws with carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the words, now, Apostle Paul was someone who always received revelation from God, right? But despite the fact that Apostle Paul was someone who received revelation from God, he doesn't take for granted the place of taking notes. Praise God. Apostle Paul had books. Amen. And apart from books which he had written, Apostle Paul also has a parchment. What's a parchment? A parchment is simply a skin of sheep or goat or cattle, whatever it is, 
of animals, you understand, that is used for preparing or for writing material. Yeah, that's the pattern. Skin of sheep, goats, and all of that. Skin of animals that is used for writing material. Praise God. Now you walk away from where you left it. But you know, I can't go without my apartment. I need to be writing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because you can't keep everything God tells you or you learn on his day. Praise God. Keep everything on his day. So you have to take notes. Hallelujah. If not for taking notes, the most part of this Bible will not be written. Praise God. So the New Testament because it was him who was there. Hallelujah. So the things that God tells him, he writes them. The things that he learns, he writes them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why? Because he doesn't want to be forgetful. That's how we take notes. Can I assume you can remember everything? That's how we come to church with notes. They will go back and refer to the teaching. In Acts chapter 2, you know what they said about the disciples? They said that these people, they were always giving, they were devoted to the apostles' teaching. Praise God. They were devoted to the apostles' teaching. Do you know what people are? Do you know what people are forgetting of the world? They lack a devotion to the world. They lack devotion to the world. Praise God. That's what they forget. They lack devotion to the world. Amen. That's why the man of us in jail that we should continue in it. They lack devotion in the world. That's why they are forgetful. Praise God. Let me tell you what devotion in the world would mean. Amen. Amen. It first of all begins with always wanting to hear the word. Amen. Amen. And then always wanting to study the word. Hallelujah. And then hearing or listening to the word and then studying the word. It begins that way. Praise God. But then it goes further. To put it down the things we learn. Amen. To put it down the things we learn. And then go further to repair it back to the things we learn. Why? Because man has a tendency to forget. So you need to regain the consciousness of what you learn. Praise God. Amen. 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 That's how I tried to describe a woman earlier. When she notices. When she does not feel the way she feels earlier, when she felt dressed up, that's the way she feels, right? But otherwise, she knows that she's not feeling the way she felt earlier. Or she's not feeling the way she felt earlier, right? Or maybe earlier, everybody compliments her. And by, as the day goes by, she doesn't put her, not many people are complimented anymore. That means that I change that I look at change. Praise God. She wants to regain the consciousness of, of, of that look, that earlier look she has. What does she do? She goes back. And she begins to dress after the day. Praise God. And then when she comes to this man, we are talking about to say hi. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that's why we refer back to the mirror. Amen. That's the word. Come like that. And then we'll come up again with that question. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how to, to, to give devotion to the world. Then you are meditating on it on your way. You may say it on your way. That's the way a lady be. A lady who has a husband. 
Qu'on a fait ça. Chez nous, tu veux que je te dis à So in a heart, she's thinking, what's God? Tell me what it is. Praise God. She's meditating because she knows she's thinking good, so she's expecting. Hallelujah. That's the same way on the street. As you're walking, we are thinking on the world. We are meditating on the world. In the morning, we pick up our Bible. And we think on it. In the night, we pick up our Bible. And we think on it. Praise God. That's devotion to the world. And then the things that we learn, we start practicing them. We start practicing them. When the situation comes, we act based on the world. When the circumstance comes, we act based on the world. Whatever we are facing, we know our own response to it in the world. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you know that sometimes the lady is preparing what one time, man? Am I right? She doesn't think it's the time you are looking to wash my face. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that becomes your response. The word. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God wants our response to anything in life to be based on the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this month, we will do a lot of emphasis. We try to recollect everything that we have learned since April to May and even to this month, we praise God. Let's go back to our booth. We come here every Sunday, listening to the word of God, and we feel blessed. But why is it that we go out? We don't do anything with it. So now we need to go back to the book, our apartment. Let's pick it up again. Dust it. Now study it, and then determine to live by it. Praise God. There were instructions that came. There were insights that came. There were things we were supposed to learn and to do. Every time the Word of God comes to us, we must find what to do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Until you find what to do, you haven't really meditated on the Word. Hallelujah. So as I'm talking to you right now, you're thinking, what should I do with the word I'm listening to now? What would my response actually? What is the instruction I'm receiving right now? How should I begin to live with it? Which area of my life do I need this word to apply? Praise God. That's the whole idea. And when the results start coming, you'll be glad to be. Amen. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We have taught a lot. The loss of destiny, we've talked about it. We're talking about that season of exploits. A lot of lessons. We're talking about learning to shift your focus, deal with forgetfulness, evaluating the things the right way, and all of that. We've said a lot. The law of environment and association. The law of design. A whole lot we have talked about. If you sit down to think, if you sit down to work on that, it will produce a change in your life. Praise the Lord. Apostle Paul was writing, 
He said, I don't feel burdened or tired repeating the same thing I've taught you before. I don't feel. He said, it's for your own good. It's for your own safety. Can you turn about to Philippians chapter 3? Philippians chapter 3. Amen. Previous one. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord to write the same thing to you. Did you see that? To me, indeed, it's not grieving, but for you it is safe. Hallelujah. Amen. Repetition. It will have assimilation, proper assimilation. Praise God. Repetition will have what? Proper assimilation. Repetition will put you to remember what you have learned before. Praise God. You get that secret? Repetition. Amen. So he was trying to put them to remember what he has written earlier. So it will put you to remember. Because there is a tendency to forget. So repetition will put you to remember. Amen. Amen. It will create proper assimilation. Of the things that you have done now before. But proper assimilation. You have broader knowledge and understanding of it. Amen. Then you can stay up face. As you hear the word again and again, the same thing over and over again, over and over again, before you know it, your faith comes alive, makes your faith stronger and stronger. Amen. That's how we make our faith stronger, by listening again and again. Praise God. That's the idea of repetition. See, for him it is not grievous. For him, it's not burdensome, it's not tiring. He has to do it because he knows what is after. It's for your good. To put it to remember. To create proper assimilation. And then to make your face stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. Listen to the word again and again. Don't just drop it as a note. Last Sunday's note. And by the time we call another Sunday, you drop another last Sunday's note. No, no, that's not the idea. Last Sunday's note can be a secret for a lifetime. Praise God. Keep building on it. Don't just drop it. Hallelujah. I said earlier that God is consigned. He's deeply consigned about why we will just hear the word and we will not act on it. Why do thousands of people go wanting to listen to the word of God and when they're out, they don't do that what they hear. So what is the effort? Many thousands and millions of people run around teachers of the world, wanting to hear the world, and by the time they are through, they go back home, not acting on the world, acting what they hear. Praise God. Can you remember, if you see that, how many things can you remember your pastor ever taught you? I want to leave this application to you. How many things in your life, growing up in the church, can you remember your pastor taught you? How many? But you see, you come to church every time, jotting down things. But you see, you really will never want to be accepted. In a year, you know how many times the pastor has taught you? At least it's the two weeks. You have taught you for two weeks. In a year. Praise God. Your pastor will have at least taught you in a year. At least it's the two weeks. That's only Sunday, apart from that. Praise God. And then you can really remember one thing that you are talking. 
That's what you think about him. Praise God. So ask the same question. How many people can I remember my pastor talking? And that I'm still working with right now. So what is the reason why I always want to go and hear the word? Amen. Why I always want to go and hear the word? Ah, is it that I don't get the light without hearing the word? Is that all? Or no? Think about it. I don't want to hear and hear and hear and hear and not ask you on it. We have been hearing the word. We have been listening to the word. And most of us for decades. Can you remember that? The man who the two weeks for decades. Everyone here is above two decades. Praise God. That is that for two decades, that's for 20 years. At least you have been listening to the word. Amen. How come we should challenge ourselves? For 20 years, we've been listening to the word at least. What has it produced in our life? There's only one thing we have done that. We have really listened, but we have not acted. Amen. It's a call for change. God is concerned about it. When we begin to ask and what He has told us, He said that is wisdom. The wisdom is not in hearing, the wisdom is in asking on what you hear. I beg you, don't take the teachings in this place for granted. They were devoted to the apostles' teachings. I beg of you, be devoted to the teachings you receive here. Don't just write them down. Don't just hear. Be devoted to the teachings you receive here. Reflect on them. Praise God. Reflect on them. Talking about the beloved Christian scripture says that they always reflected on the things that we are taught. It helped them to desire. Praise God. It helped them to desire. Hallelujah. Praise God.